0: Mhm
1: Mhm. I rocked by high risk But my love Just to fight up The requirement right To write the bear on Is a form of requirement And two kids Is a form of respirement And then by 30 Is an early retirement Yeah I'm sick of herses I'm sick of having To deal with nurses So I'm spitting verses About life and death Cause I'm sick of churches I'm sick of caskets I'm sick of baskets that's full of flowers I'm sick of bastards They're taking for granted Every hour I'm sick of waiting I'm sick of waiting For death I'm sick of making excuses For myself To accept it all Please increase the beast. man, all these ministers playing. Pay attention when I'm spitting. spitting, spitting. Yeah. Stop the violence. Too many moments of silence. We play a day, we trying to destroy Goliath. Uh, AKA the devil on each and every level. Every day we settle and Willie let is channel. Divine calm, go take on the image of monsters. Call ourselves goons. Drive around with the choppers. Gotta get back to the love, man. ain't nothing stop us. But I fail, not even jail. For all the
2: power. Demons in your head drive you crazy. Out herself sellers well and get Living life shady,
0: repping F you pay me The drama that a day brings Forget the frivolous, you hearing this Nothing, nothing's insecure and it's the time to rally up Break the chains that's been tied to us We rely on us, now we die because of us No time for the mind and the grind to break free Confined is the mind and the rhyme You can't make us take me This
1: is what it come to, this is what you want to do Put the ill, call out, till it come to confront you I might die for some things, but it won't be a something Like lying to myself that I run things the dark side, only got one king, and you ain't here no matter what you thinking, don't believe me, show me your thumb why you don't still you Show me your tone why you don't still leakin'. The cake and the cream is your motivation, you think you the star to but what you really don't know, your stuff the things that are all time low, put your head down, be cool and chill in the 80s now. Soldier. The hood needs heroes, changing up the scene, we got enough villains, robbing, stealing, extorting, killing, this generation has to raise up the kind protect the innocent, the honest the modest, so I don't want to say stop the violence, but I will say stop murdering over nonsense. <laughs> Wars overseas, gang bangin' in our streets We undersea, it's time for some peace We plant the seeds, but we kill the bush before they trees. Wanna see my boy become a man, I'm begging, please The violence is affecting us, not protecting us The biggest form of disrespecting us And neglecting uh-huh. us And you blame it on the music, but then play this with all love, try to sever hate, ayo, hey, we never hate, teach them how to educate, school them on a hard knock life and pray they graduate, Woo! ain't nothing cool about the streets but the body's Your soul never levitate, it gets heavy, no featherweight, let us pray for a better day, stop the violence for heaven's sake, you know silence is worse
0: than the violence itself, and that kingdom a kingdom from deceiving and misleading, saving striking the land, tragedy of-
1: Something more inspiring Violence ain't the answer Just the cancer to society you Gotta make a way It's time to be role models Cause what you do The next generation follows Use your brain I know your skull ain't that hollow Play your clean lead And watch the people follow And if you choking on your prize Then you need to swallow It's time to aim for the point And I ain't talking hollow Let's take the fingers off the trigger Throw the guns in the river For they can't hardly find you Like Waldo Woo! Oh. Just listen to the song, yo Revolutionary movement going bozo With this neighborhood and that neighborhood If we all work together, we can save the
2: Welcome, hello, 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 this is Master Real Radio, and we are in a state of urgency. We have Mary Pat Hector with the National Action Network Youth Move, and she's going to take over the show, and they're going to talk about the Youth Summit, and going to review some good music for you. Hi, Mary Pat. Hi, Jacqueline, how are you? Hi, I apologize, I was at a meeting and I realized it was two minutes beforehand I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> and then I tried to shut my computer off and reboot it And I had to reboot my portable internet, I'm like, oh no <laughs> It's so, okay, the I'm, actually gonna in be, the background. <laughs> I'm actually going to be having a, a youth move, two youth president A youth move president on, on the call today uh one's name is Elizabeth Williams who's from Detroit. and I'm also gonna be having James coming out of Atlanta. So he should be calling in okay. uh from a seven seven oh number. Uh but Okay, no we car, have someone know. from four oh four on the line. Oof. yeah, that's how from Atlanta. Okay. Now I'm gonna bring her because she dropped. So I'm gonna bring her back on. Hold on. Hello, call from four
3: hundred four. Yes ma'am. This is James.
2: Hi, Jane. Hi. So, you know, the reason why we're here today, Mrs. Jacqueline, is to basically talk about the success that we've had uh, with Youth MOVE, definitely on the 29th when we had our Youth Summit. I mean, it was just something that none of us were expecting uh, with our Youth Summit, and we're all really, really proud, you know, knowing that we all contributed in a way to get more than 200 youth to our Youth Summit to shake off violence and the numbers of youth moves have increased tremendously ever since the um the summit and um well James you can talk about your experience with the uh, youth summit and then how you contributed and then I have Elizabeth come on and talk about the things that she's done with the youth summit and and even okay. in youth move in general
3: well first of all I um during the youth summit It was a great experience for me because I didn't think that a lot of kids were going to show up. I knew it was going to be a lot, but I didn't know that much. But um, it was a great experience. We had powerful speakers. They came out. They spoke. um, They they taught us different life lessons. And we had kids there who actually was gravitating toward them. They were actually paying attention and listening, other than the fact that it was hot. (laughs) But they actually, I, I believe they actually learned something.
2: Um well
3: there. this is
2: Hello. I'm here. Oh, this is Elizabeth. I just wanted to um tell my experience. Um actually a few days um before the youth summit, um I just wanna give thanks to, you know, Mary and her mom and the other staff, James. Um we were there all week before the youth summit, making calls, making sure everything was possible. And I believe the goal was like I believe two hundred. And it was kind of crazy because it exceeded over 150. You know what I'm saying? And it was 300, I believe, in 349 youth that showed up. 375 youth who actually showed up. So it was a major success, and the speakers were amazing. Um, everything that we expected, uh, basically our, you know, expectations, you know, were plummeted because it was just so many people that came and showed up to support, and the speakers were amazing, and the kids were just so engaged. And there's so many youth that um, are willing to join youth move, youth move now, and which is really amazing, and it's really going well. Yes, Ms. Jacqueline. Um, you know, before the Youth Summit, I was actually panicking because uh, our goal was 250, and then when I looked at our event break we had over 300 young people coming, and I was just thinking <laughs> to myself, how are we going to feed all of these kids? And so, I mean, we had, as soon as Elizabeth got there, as soon as uh, Joseph and some other boys from Chicago and uh, other states got off of their planes, we went straight to the office and started working because we were like, we need to get uh, the promotional items for the bags, and then we need to get these food for the rest of these, the, the other 100 uh and, and, Kids, you know, what are we gonna do? And so, I mean, it was just, it was so much, but we finally got it done. And and the best thing that I loved about it was saying at the end of the day, you know, a lot of people feel like as youth move because we are with National Action Network, you know, and with Reverend Al Sharpton, it just feels good knowing that we could complete a task without, you know, running to ask them for something. You know what I'm saying? We did it as young people by ourselves. And, of course, we had wow. to Action Network and Reverend Sharpton support, but it just feels so good knowing that teenagers put together a youth summit um, and partnered with Usher's New Look Foundation and TI and his organization, and we did it all by ourselves. And so that, at the end of the day, <clears throat> was our biggest accomplishment as youth move, I personally feel, without running you know, two national action Network asking for help. You know, we got the rest of the money for the food ourselves, um, and we got volunteers ourselves, which, which was good. Yeah. And um, that was one of the biggest accomplishments we felt that we had as young people. Oh, mm-hmm. that was excellent. Yeah. And yeah, then, how you how know, you also, mm-hmm. ma'am? Yeah, you go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I mean, and also, you know, we had so many kids understanding what exactly Shake Off the Violence was. They loved our panels uh, where we talked about, you know, how violence affects us. We even had uh, a young lady from uh, named Rashida who works with a local radio station here um, in Atlanta, and, and kids asked her questions. I mean, it was just amazing. We had Gavin from Usher's New Look Foundation, uh, kids from different cities and states came to talk about the violence happening in their community and even um, an NFL player by the name of Rennie Curran, who is from the Buccaneers. And so, I mean, the youth stuff was amazing. Uh, The panelists were awesome. We even had Paul Porter fly out from Washington, D.C. And so, I mean, it was just – I really didn't even expect it. Well, you know what? I can't say that. I can't say that I didn't expect it to be awesome because awesome people put it together, but I didn't expect it to be amazing. Okay, Oh, this sounds like really great. And y'all sound so inspired and invigorated, you know. So, um so what did you you I mean, did you guys talk strategies or anything? Did you come away with a plan? Well, you know, at each youth um at each youth movie event, uh at the end we end up usually coming with together with a strategy or with a plan. Uh, so basically Youth Move's plan was to just continue to travel because, you know, and with the Shake Off the Violence team summit that we had, uh, kids were just interested and wanted to swap to Youth Move, uh, you know, pushing our major goal which was to shake off violence. And so our, you know, goal and our strategy is to continue having youth summits and not just Atlanta, but in Detroit and Chicago and any city and state that we can have it in to encourage young people, not just in the city of Atlanta, but other states to shake off violence in their communities. Okay. And so that's what we've come up with. Uh, You know, after the youth summit, I was just in hibernation for like three days, (laughs) where I just didn't even get out of the bed, which is really hard for me, Ms. Jacqueline, because, you know, I'm a a (laughs) workaholic. And that is something that I must do. But, I mean, it was just crunch time, and it it was no time for the plan. But the kids also had fun. You know, I just don't want people to think that, you know, the kids came to this youth summit and heard these people talk, and it was just so boring. They had fun. You know, teenagers are listening to other teenagers speak on panels. And and right after the youth summit, I'm just ready to work on uh, going to Chicago, having a – not necessarily a rally, but a call to action uh, in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Uh, also working on um, National Action Network's voting tour, where we'll just be going to different colleges encouraging college students to vote. And now, you know, it's mandatory, in Atlanta, I'm not sure about any other state, for high schoolers to register to vote. And so we'll also be going to high schools, getting young people registered to vote. Uh, and that's basically it. And then uh, James also wants to partner with uh, colleges. Well, James, you can talk a little bit about your thing and what you plan on doing, and then Elizabeth can talk about the bad salt issue, which is something I wanted to talk about on the show as well today. So, James, please t-
3: talk about uh, what you were
2: doing with the colleges and getting scholarships for young men and women. Okay.
3: Um, Ms. Jacqueline, I, what I was going to do, um, I was trying to see, go around the high schools around and see what was the graduation rate because I found out through research that kids learn smaller kids learn better in smaller environments. There is a seventy six percent graduation from high school than there is in a smaller classroom and there's a sixty four percent graduation rate in a larger classroom. Because nowadays teachers aren't really focused on just the kids because they're trying to figure out, oh, well what is this child doing and the other children So I believe if you break the class down smaller, that each individual can actually learn at his or her own pace. So what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to see if I can get college sponsors uh, to take kids on college tours to actually give them another opportunity in life other than just the basic things that you see out here on the streets today. So if we can actually get that together, I believe that in 10 years that we could be better than we are today.
2: Okay. And, Elizabeth, please talk about your bath salt issue, um, well, the K2 issue going on in Detroit. Well, uh, the K2 issue is similar to the bath salt issue. It's kind of uh, connected. Um, basically, it's basically a drug, a synthetic drug. Um, it's synthetic methamphetamine, and it's uh, synthetic cocaine, and it's like a mixture of it. And what it does is when you take this drug, um Basically, it alters your you know, mind like any usual drug, but it causes you to kill, just to have a random, like, a killing spree. And, like, after you get down from your high, you don't remember anything. So, basically, in that issue, like, for K2 is sold at any gas station, corny store, your 9-year-old daughter can go into the store and buy it. It's that bad. And my idea was to have an initiative where I go to the stores and – have this stores stop selling it, protest, have them uh, stop selling uh, the particular drug or take it off their shelves, and bring awareness to the issue um, to everyone to let them know how bad it is.
3: Okay.
2: Miss um, Jacqueline, I'm not sure if you read my blog about the bath salts. No. When did that one come out? Oh, God, it was a while back, but uh Okay, they I did read it that. a while back. This wasn't recent, but I did read it a while back. <laughs> hmm Okay. Well, share with the so audience, audience. You know, we got a whole global people listening. <laughs> okay. well, everyone said, was talking about the Miami man eating homeless man's face, uh, and recently they just said that bath salt had nothing to do with if the man was on marijuana, right? But the thing is, bath sauce does not show up in in the blood, neither does it show up in you know urine tests, so we would never know if he was on bath sauce or not, just along with fake marijuana that they have in some and also in some um uh, gas stations to where people smoke it because when they go and they're on probation and they can't smoke marijuana, they smoke the fake marijuana because it doesn't show up in you know their blood or their urine. And so we'll never know for sure if that man was on bath off, but there are other people that have had signs similar to him and problems and issues similar to his when it came to bath off, like the mother who ate off her three week old baby fingers, uh like the little boy, the teenage boy who killed himself, um, and you know, like split his neck open and then uh he went to the hospital, got better and then like I guess killed himself. I mean, it's just so, it's it's horrible, and the thing is, people don't know, they think, well, is this bath salt that, you know, I put in my mom's tub, or like essence salt, has nothing to do with that. They call it bath salts because bath salts are legal to sell, and um, on the packages, they have uh, not for human consumption, and they call it bath salts, so it is legal to sell, And people, I guess basically saying that people take it as a drug at their own use. And so that's why bath salts aren't uh, so illegal. But we need to, as a community, not just in Atlanta, not just in Miami, Philadelphia, or Detroit, but we need to stop people from using bath salts worldwide to where we go into the stores and say, well, why are you doing it? Find out which stores are selling it and stop them because this is not just, uh uh I guess you would say a race drug to where some people feel like you know majority of Caucasians take meth or majority of african Americans uh I guess we would say like in the sixties or eighties to you know crack in the communities, but this is a generational drug to where this drug doesn't have any a color or a face to it, and so we need to do something uh to stop you know the bad off in the community, yeah. Well, um, it's good that you bring awareness because a lot of parents don't know, a lot of people don't know, and they think bad thoughts, and it's the way, you know, a lot of things can um, get through. We do need to, you know, have these conversations with our young people so we can be aware, you know, also what's going on. So the sharing of wisdom is two ways. So, um, you know, I'm really proud of you guys. Um You really did a great job and a great motivational job and definitely want you to, you know, keep it going, keep the motivation going and then, you know, power people in other communities and and let young people know that, you know, everybody can make a difference. You know, there's, um, there's power in one, especially when one joins another one. So, um... Why don't you each give me a report? Let us know about something good that's going on in your city. You know, what young, tell me one thing um, that young people are doing that's good in your city. Let's start with James.
3: Um, well, I can say that actually in schools and basically upon coming to Youth from kids have actually opened their eyes and realized that we don't need to be fighting each other because our young men and women are being shot down by the police like we're dogs. But what they don't understand is that we don't have to be shot down. These police officers, they have hours upon hours of military training and SWAT team training and with different guns. But I can guarantee you that if you pull up any of their records, they they only have a little bit of maybe – Maybe about an hour or two of actually hospitality training or any type of other good nature training to actually handle certain situations, so I believe that our our young men and women are actually realizing that wow, we can't sit here and fight each other if we're being shot down because many kids are losing their friends or losing their parents. why would you want why would a mother want to bury her son? It should be the other way around. A son has to bury his mother. Our kids are being shot down. We're not even reaching 25. It's just ridiculous. But I really believe that our kids are actually learning and seeing what the crooked ways of this world are, we should come together and stop this for once and all. Yeah,
2: and I want to add, um, yeah, I would like to add, this is Elizabeth, I would like to add on, you know, So the K-2 issue and some initiatives that already have been, you know, set in stone. Um, And, yeah, so basically we're basically starting an initiative uh, for the, you know, youth to actually start registering to vote. And since I am going to college, um, I graduated from high school, thank God. (laughs) But uh, I'm going to Grand Valley Valley State University in the fall, and that is um, in Michigan, it's kind of, Michigan, and I'm going to start up a, a, a voter um, initiative, basically, and I'm trying to get all, it's a, you know, multiracial school, so I'm trying to get all youth, you know, not just African Americans, but Latinos, Asian American, and caucasian to get all, you know, basically just inform them how serious it is to register to vote and how their vote counts and how they are, and you know, important to the society. Well, some things that youth in Atlanta are doing is they are getting fed up, which is not necessarily a bad thing, but a good thing is because if young people get fed up and, you know, they get tired of different things that are happening in their community, then they'll actually try and start to do something, uh, which is good. It can be bad for some youth, but then again, it could be awesome. Uh, And so... You know, kids are getting fed up. They're well, ready to, for change. and They're ready to do something in the world. So that's good in Atlanta. Well, that's good because sometimes we need to get sick and tired of being sick and tired. So <laughs> that is something that is definitely needed. And um, you know, we gotta start wearing, get some t-shirts to say no apathy allowed. That is to stop allowing things to just happen to us. You know, so. What I wanted to tell you about, I was looking it up, but I will find it before the show's over. But there is a voter's app. If you go to the Urban Tech Fair and look in the group, a woman named Say Anderson, she created an app and they did a crowdfunding campaign to get it funding. And the app, because, you know, what they did to try to keep us from the polls is now you have to have ID. That was something that never happened before, and a lot of people don't know um all the loops they may have to jump. So now there's an app that you'll be able to download on your phone for free that will teach you, tell you, you know, what are the laws in your state um, that are required for you to vote because this is something totally new that they're instituting. So I'm trying to, um know, working at it And a do you know ago. exactly what the of that app was? Here it is. It's called... It's called Cost of Freedom Voters Ad. Cost of Freedom Voters Mm -hmm. Ad. I still think they're trying to raise money. So if you could, um, it's on Facebook. There's a um, fan page for it. So if you could still donate, they're still collecting so they can have enough money to um, release the ad. So, um, and another thing. Another thing that I feel like Georgians should know is that before, I mean, before July 30th, people in Georgia need to register to vote um, or they won't be able to vote in the election coming up, the presidential election. And that's something that a lot of people don't know, but if they're not registered to vote by uh, July the 30th, then they're not eligible to vote in the presidential election. Yeah. So, yeah, if we can really help get this done and spread this news, because a lot of people, they're saying the app is good, um, but, you know, we got to get better as a community coming together to fund. It doesn't cost that much money. It shouldn't have really been that hard to raise $3,000 with people from all over the world. So, you know, young people, if y'all could do that, it really helps people. You know, some people, you know, are older. You know, we've been voting. I mean, nothing like this has ever happened, and I... I just turned 48, and I've been voting since I've been 18. So now 40 years, what's, um, no, what, 30 years. So <laughs> it's been 30 years, and now they're making these new changes and all. We're going to confuse a lot of people when they get to the polls. But we do know that we as African Americans, um, most of us access the Internet through our smartphones. So if we can make the voter app available, people can start looking up and they have time to get done whatever they need to get done. So it's called course of Freedom Voter ID Act. And um, so you guys are really doing some good things. You know, you inspire us. You may not realize how much you inspire me. I mean, you guys really, really have inspired me. So I, whenever I thought I could get disheartened. And so that's the one thing I want to give you. Don't be disheartened, you know. Um, because we're human, our vision is limited. And sometimes it may seem like you're not making an impact, but you can't see all around you. You can't see way beyond you. And there's vibrations. You may can't see somebody else that was looking at you. You may not even know somebody's been watching you. And because of how you walked and what you did, they wouldn't institute it. You may never know, but, you know, always realize our vision is limited, so we can't see everything, but we're promised everything. So if you just walk in your faith, walk in your greatness, and just stay on purpose, you know, things will um, come around. And um, so you just need to, you know, sometimes know that to be encouraged because it does seem like a lot of times there's a lot of apathy in our community. But um, that's how you guys encouraged me while I might have felt a lot of advocacy with adults. Then, and this is because of you, Mary Pat. I went to interview the teen officer, and then you came following her. And once you did that, it was like all these young people. I'm like, okay.
3: <laughs> and you guys
2: are from all over the country, and each person is dynamic in their own right. And my purpose is making sure you guys are on the radio because I can't damn people consistently talking about our young people or talking about black folk. You know, like me, you keep talking about black folk after a minute, I'm going to get offended because I'm black. (laughs) And, you know, it's consistently putting our people down because that's not the truth. So that is my one mission in life is to defy the negative imaging of blacks in art and media. So wherever I can do that. And you know it's just a blessing, it just came to me, just came my way. And so, you know, every day I get to prove it, and I show just just good numbers. So now we're at, we're going to be streaming live for like one minute and fifty two seconds. So if you are around, just call in to six four six seven one six seven nine nine four. Call in to six four six seven one six seven nine nine four, and you can continue to hear the show. If for some reason you don't get in on time, don't worry, because it will be available on demand as soon as the show closes, and you can also download the shows on iTunes. So, um, but what we're going to do, we're going to hit the music section now, and what I'll do, I'll play a piece, and you guys will let me know what you feel about it, okay? And so this is our positive music, um, section. So, this is just different music from different artists that I find that has a message. It has something to say. So, I think I'm going to start off this time with Wild and Reckless. This is by a guy named Hezekiah, and it's off an album called I Predict a Riot. I wish I had I Predict a Riot because you guys are, I mean, <laughs> I think that ha- happens with your, you know, your spirit. But this is called Wild and Reckless. And it's from an album called I predict the riot So let's listen in And then you become the reviewers.
1: Y'all gotta pardon me in advance for doing this I beg your pardon I had to do it for you Yeah yeah. And words cannot express how I feel inside. I wrote this rhyme the same day that Dylan died, my man. Please excuse my man. part of me for rambling on Sometimes I go off on a tangent Tell me how many times Am I gonna be forced to explain this I'm a nerd, I'm a freak Yeah, I'm a geek, but I'm dangerous Look, this is my life This ain't just entertainment I don't do business with strange Pull up a chair We might as well get acquainted now I'm on supportive of gainers now Who's your nigga saying I'm a pain in the anus now He made it this far So ain't no stopping him now Yeah, he had it for the top, So ain't no talking him down now ready Radio, man, those suckers never play this Them dudes on the playlist Many copy my cadence shit, But they ain't saying nothing They ain't making a statement They might as well throw in his path. they say if you ain't got a pistol, run Then you can't sell a back If you run around so flower loud and back Go ahead, show your teeth, nigga, show your neck say, The Lord knows what to do to get on the gas uh, maybe fooling some, but you ain't fooling me Yeah, you cool with them, but you ain't cool with me Close ways to yeah, you ain't cool uh-huh. me keep uh-huh. talking Toll. Hurry up, the weight Drop It was damn near three years old. Shit, and I ain't give you an album. I gave you my soul. Gave the haters inspiration. They was hoping I fold. And it was critically acclaimed of some part of the classic. So you bought two copies, one to keep in the plastic. And the hood ain't support us, but the They love us. We ordered craft boo legs with no inside covers. Uh huh, yeah. So can I grab this mic for a minute? Can I get something off my chest without you getting offended? Can I point out the difference? Can I voice my opinion? no attention, don't mind me, I'm just fitting. I'm a grime artist, little nigga, I paint pictures Close your eyes when you listen, and you can envision it too Words therapeutic, my beats with deep tissue She was going from pain to the touch through things that I touched of each issue Eyes closed for the souls lost in the system We gotta make it last, this is classic material It's five years later, and they don't remember you the Fans looking back like, what the fuck was I listening to? Most dudes ain't got a clue now, you're looking at your a like, why the fuck did I listen to you? Cause it's cold? Ain't you only 30 years old? You want nobody open the door? They say if you ain't got a prison record, you can't sell a record to you run around So wild and reckless, go ahead, show your teeth, niggas, show them your neck And Lord knows what to do to get on the guest list So I like to welcome y'all to this album I predict the riot
2: Okay. Okay. So that was wild and reckless, Hezekiah. So, who wants to
3: start? <laughs> um, I'll start. Okay. Um. Uh, well. I believe the uh, the moral of this song is basically like don't don't put your faith in a lot of people because if you try to do something or you give your best at all and then people recognize you, then like he said, five years later they don't they don't know you anymore, like if you're doing something, then you do it for you, you don't do it for anybody else because you wouldn't want nobody you wouldn't want anybody to try to use you for the good qualities and the good things that you have. So I would that you always stick to whatever your plan is. And so the people who try to use you, you don't let them use you. You use what they have so that you can get further ahead in life.
2: Okay. That's a good thing. Who else? I mean, did you I like a song or what? Yeah, Dang, I just it was, real quick. I was, I was, Hello? Okay. All Who's talking? Is this Elizabeth Mary. This is Elizabeth. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, I, I really, I really, um, like the message of the song, kind of, um, piggybacking off of uh, what Jane said. Basically, basically, I kind of got out of it like, don't believe the hype. Um, stay true to who you are as a person, and um, don't really let, don't really follow the media feeds. You know, everybody just stick to your own genuine self. Okay, Mary. Well, Miss Jacqueline, you know I, I always love the songs and the choices that you choose, and I mean the the the, the song was just amazing. <laughs> I mean, you know, the part that it says "I predict a riot," that just speaks. Yeah, That's the name of the album. I, I know you guys would love it. <laughs> but you know, the reason why I want to tell you one thing why I'm asking you guys and I'm doing this because, especially Hezekiah. This man has, he started writing for The Roots. There's no one in hip-hop he hasn't written for me before. He's an MC, He's a um, musician, a vocalist, an instrumentalist. And he's produced for everybody. And he's not, um, he was on raucous label. But because he wouldn't conform to the industry, they really worked to shut him out. So now we're in the Internet age, so you don't need a major label, or you know, to make it. And, and it's to, it's the power of people like you, you can prove that a Hezekiah can have a positive message and still make it. And that's, like his, because he's caught up in the music industry, he was kind of talking about, you know, people selling out. So, you know, it was like that was the choice he was given. So he could have had the big fame if he sold out. And so this was the battle that he did, so he would be depressed a lot, or this and that because you know he wanted to make it big he He knows everybody has everything, but they wanted him to fall out, so he's been true to himself, and now he's really starting to rise. but so you guys have the power if you think something is positive and you like it what i want really want you to understand the power that you have, and I don't want our young people to feel that. The only way they can make it is they gotta have a major deal and um sell themselves sell sells out. Like he said, he's a nerd, he's a geek, he's been wearing the glasses. And um and like but they said people to do anything to get on a guest list to be around people, you know, they'll act any kind of way, the gold teeth, showing your necklace, you know, just act a fool. But you don't um have to do that because it's up to the fans. They're the ones who buy the music. And I want you to realize you can like something, you can support someone directly yourself, you don't have to just accept what mainstream media gives you. And that's um, the importance of the message. So I just, you know, I have things that I like, but I'm just putting it out there, but your feedback shows me that, you know, that it truly is an audience. Um, this is Elizabeth. Um, I would like to add that, um, actually, you moved uh, recently, last week, um, We basically wrote and recorded a song called Shake It Off. Um, The song speaks about shaking off the violence, and we will be sending it to you um, to hear, listen to. Um, Basically, that song is basically inspiring you to shake off the violence and, you know, stop bullying and, you know, stand true to who they are. So it's really nice uh, that you actually brought that up. Yes. And um, that is something I actually had suggested before on the show that um, really... Um and there are a lot of producers and things to get a collab together to have a contest, to have you know, everybody do from everything, not just the music, but you know, you wanna shake it off. I know you gotta have to shake off band. You know, so um but those are good things that, you know, reiterate. And it doesn't have to be corny. You know, sometimes people think, you know, it has to be corny, but it's not. And to be honest, one of the corniest characters that's one of the most popular characters of all times is Urkel. And why would a Steve Urkel be so popular, that type of character, be so square? but Because he was confident in who he was, and he stayed true to himself. And there's a swagger when you can stay true to yourself. So now I'm going to play this other piece, and this is for the women, James. And this is from an elder, but, um, and that's another thing he talked about being timeless if you are into the art and make your music, make music that's timeless, like remember Soldier boy? yeah, like, oh, yeah, there was a soldier boy wasn't there, yeah, there's right. something about when you make timeless music. This was actually Wild and records was recorded probably in two thousand four. There's something when you can make timeless music, so um. And that's just putting quality to things. But this one is called, and this is for the women. So you called me a bitch. This is by Dr. Tamika Williams
3: Witherspoon.
0: I am so tired of being a bitch. I am so tired of being a bitch. In the homeland, I ground the meal to make your bread. I mashed the berries and yams to make your wine, and I tilled in the fields beside your oxen, if you still had oxen, after paying my father for the privilege to lay beside me, and so am I, bitch. And depending upon the kind and type of man that raised me, reared me, took my hand in marriage or reigned beside me, I managed to rise in stature and status as priestess, empress, pharaoh, queen, and I'm a bitch. In war I fought side you, took up the spear that you had dropped to slay the enemy that had taken you from me. I resurrected your soul with the seeds I bore, and when the white slavers came, I let them take me so that you could run free, and I'm a bitch. Crossing the seas, belly-to-belly, back-to-back on wooded slab sheets too small for you, and a dog to roll over on. I kept you alive. I kept you going. Speaking to you in our language of life and love and loves that we had known and would surely know again. Never giving away how many times the white slave was raped me. Though you knew. I promised you in the dark and filthy, yes. We would be free. And I would love you forever. But now I'm a bitch. I watched them take you away from me on the auction block Trembling from fear, shame, and hurt They poked and prodded, looked at my teeth Tweaked my nipples and my thighs But I refused to cry in front of you Knowing that I carried your seed within me I promised you with my eyes that I would love you forever But now I'm a bitch I made a home for you whenever I could Worked sun to moon for the white folks And then at night for you Cooked for you, cleaned for you, minted and so begged Master not to beat the times you stood up to be a man For your children And loved you far into the night with my body To make you forget the indiscretions and the wrongs But now you can Call me a bitch I watched them hang men Sell my babies, babies I bore in pain while I smiled and kissed away Your tears and my tears in shame After they ravaged my body while you stood I all you my man, that I was yours. But now you can call me a bitch. I'm your mother, your girlfriend, your maid, I'm your sister, your daughter, your friend, lover. Am I a bitch? I who tried to be with you during Reconstruction, who cried for you when off to fight this country's wars, who cried when you came home again to find that you hadn't won the freedoms that you fought for. I buried you, bore you, kept you alive with my poetry, my songs, my embrace. I believed in your dreams up your banners and enraged, I defied the Klan to take my bank. I walked beside you in civil rights lines, got fire hosed and battered because I believed too. I've helped you and loved you, put you together when you were taken apart, made you love yourself even when you had to stand in welfare and unemployment line. Understood you when you drank, never knowing in the morning how you'd made it home because it was on my show. Forgave you for hitting me, knocking me around, knowing it was only your frustration. Witch, I'm the queen of mankind, and your disrespect, a bitch.
2: Okay. Who wants to report first? Well, man, let me tell you, as soon as my mom walked by the phone, and she heard that first live, she kind of looked at me like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> <was> scared for a <laughs> minute. But I mean, <laughs> the song. Well, I guess the poem I'm sorry Was Realistic She was speaking for all of the women That are degraded each and every day uh, And I feel like that's something That that needed to be said With a question that needed To be asked And um, This is Elizabeth Um, Wow that song speaks volumes Um, The B word Basically is It demeans women every day, like Mary said, and it's kind of relevant how in the poem she was talking about, we came from, like, we were queens, and, you know, we were in so many high positions, and now women today um, are demeaned so low to the ground and being called to be where, and I really feel her on that. And that's what I want. I want females to feel indignant not to call one another that, it's not okay never was okay And we need to get to that point of indignation What? You call me what? No, I don't play like that And that's what I just want you to feel And she is an um, assistant professor of theater At Temple University She has a degree in anthropology She has a degree in theater What else does Tamika have do? Okay
3: so she has two degrees: a
2: degree in theater, and I think she has a PhD in theater, in theater, and her um, bachelor's in anthropology. Um, she has written well over 15 books. She writes the most phenomenal plays. So, you know, this isn't anybody. I mean, I mean, she. We all have a voice. There are really different things you know we can share with one another. And it's intergenerational, so um, older people can learn from younger people, younger people can learn from older people. But um, that is something I just wanted. And again, that was something to me to me back in 2005, 2006. But again, it's, it's timeless, and we thought it was indignant. Then at that time, she was talking about how the men, but what I'm worried about how females talk to one another and call themselves.
3: So. So what do you feel about it, James? Um, this was a this was a powerful song because even though I'm not a female, I actually grew up in a house full of females. I have five sisters, and yeah. it's just really me and my brother. So we're basically taking care of them, and it's always just okay. me, and me, my mom, and the rest of us. Our dad really wasn't around, so we had to me and my brother. We had to actually step up our game and take care of our sisters. So basically, mm-hmm. I wouldn't want anybody, any man calling my sister a B word or my mother because that's actually offensive to me. No matter who you are, I don't care. You could be related to me or anybody. You don't disrespect my mother or anybody else, rather, in my presence because that's disrespectful. Our women should be highly respected. They should be treated like queens. They should be actually taken care of, and we should be, be the ones stepping in the way of anything that tries to get in front of them. And actually, I... I really don't understand why today, actually, uh, women are being called these things because it's just disrespectful. Just and I mean, just think about it this way: if somebody walked up, the same people who are actually advertising this foolishness, do you think do you really, honestly think that if somebody walked up to their mother or their sister and called them a b-word, that they would be okay with it?
2: A lot of them are. That's the problem. That's how much it became comfortable. They, they've they gotten that comfortable, and they've heard it so much, and it's so permeated in music and all, and, and you know, we've got a lot of generations of babies having babies, so the young person never got the chance to grow up and mature, so they're still in an immature stage while they're having children, and they do. I mean, I need to see it, you know, but us people walk on the street, young girls have babies, they say, come on, you little M.S. They call them all kind of names, and they speak to one another like that. But the biggest person is like where somebody thinks it's okay and then they say it to you and you let them know, no, that's not okay with me. Automatically they let them know, oh, there's two sides to this world. Everybody doesn't think that's okay. And then it gives them room whether it happens there at the moment or not. If they really weren't comfortable being called there, because a lot of them aren't, but they think that's the way to go then it gives them the courage maybe one day to let somebody know no don't speak to me that way. So um let's like say you are an inspiration um it was great sharing. I will repost I got to get back cuz I'm, I'm I'm traveling so but when I get back I will, actually, you know, post up the song, post up the playlist. If you have any suggestions for me or you have a song or something you want me to play and it, so you guys can review and talk about, you know, just email it to talk, the number to us, at mastergrillradio.com. I'll put that out. And right now, um, I'm just sharing because, you know, like I said, that's one of my purpose in life is to defy the negative imaging of blacks in art and media. And see, I'm blessed. I know these people. These people bless me. Years, every day I sit down They do shows for me I mean, I love art I mean, from the visual arts to the performance arts You know, I just love art And these are people that I know, everyday people So I just want to, you know, just get that everyday thing out there And realize we don't have to be dominated by popular media And if we stop buying these things And stop buying these songs and different things that disrespect us when you stop buying it long enough, they will start to change their content because, you know, at the end of the day, they're just trying to make money. So um, that's all. That's my message. So now each one of you, I'm going to give you a call to action. You have 30 seconds and a whole world listening. What do you have to say? we're going to start with you, Elizabeth, then James, and you close us out, Mary Pat. Once you learn your self-value um, and you really stick to that and you believe in that, um, everything you have to show forth in life um, will be your best. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm saying, like, um, basically, like, basically, uh, just be yourself. Never stop being yourself.
3: All right. Um. What I would have is I believe that whatever your plan is in life, I believe that you stick to it, you follow it, and you don't let anybody take you off course because they don't control your life. Get, just try to get past everything that's going on today, like in school, past the, the jokes, making fun of you, whatever you got on. It doesn't matter about right now. You don't look at right now because you put in the hard work and you play later on. You actually get the, the reward that life hands you on later on in life. They aren't going to be around 10, 20 years from now. You're going to be forget about them. They're probably going to wind up somewhere else. You're probably going to be either successful. Um,
2: for the last 30 seconds of the show, I would like to say, I mean, no matter what anyone says, don't give up and don't quit. And unfortunately, in this world, you're never finished proving yourself. Uh, one day, someone told me, you know, you don't have to prove yourself. And I, and I felt like that's not true because in this world, people try to tear you down. And, I mean, you're just never done proving yourself. And you don't have to wait to be great. You can change the world now no matter what anybody tells you. I mean, because when Elizabeth, you know, she's doing great things in Detroit. James is doing great things, you know, in, in the city of Atlanta. I mean, and, and just as young people in Youth Move, we're truly changing the world. And I encourage you to be a part of that change, uh, not just by joining Youth Move, but just by doing something in your community that could truly make a difference. Okay. Well, this is Master Gio Radio, and we're out and speak for you. Peace and love